Welcome, Francine. So, so this is our currently still untitled movie podcast. Untitled, yeah. Uh, and you know, we were, we were we were messing around before we started recording about like talking about like easy magic, and I think that's actually good. Um, that probably already exists, though. Yeah, not as a title, but sort of as a like a look. We're we're fans of movies. Yes. We're fans. Yes. We have like some kind of critical stuff, but I actually think this isn't going to be like a pretentious movie podcast. Mm-hmm. This is a movie podcast for people who like movies. Yes. Who love movies. Who love different kinds. And of movies. want the movies to work out. I what really root for them. I I root for every movie. Every movie I every go to movie. see. Yeah. I, I I love watching. I love movie culture. I love going to theaters. I right. love sharing news with people. Right. Um, I, I try to find the good even in a bad movie. Absolutely. I love great performances. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. you'll have a performance that sticks with you even in a not so great movie. Yeah. yeah. And so this is like going to be a show as we as we sort of keep going with this one. It's going to be a show about movie, a show by movie fans for movie fans. Absolutely. This isn't the New York Times. It's not not the New York Times. But the added (laughs) twist to this is each show, we're going to challenge each other to experience a movie, whether in the theaters or streaming. And we're going to share our takes. So be prepared. There will be spoilers. Oh, there are spoilers. And we'll tell you what the yeah. film is at the top. So you can decide if you haven't seen it, you can yep. just turn us off, go watch yep. it, and then come back and see if you yeah. agree with us. Yeah. And sometimes these will be really big popular <laughs> movies. Sometimes there'll be movies you've probably never heard of. The yeah. one we're doing this week is one I don't think most people have ever heard of. Right, right. But, um... And that's the cool thing about it, right? Yeah. Because the yeah. obvious thing is to pay attention to the big, box yeah. office hits yeah but there are stories that are out there's so many stories that you'll right. never ever even see Correct. in a theater and, and you'll never see them in a theater and you know and i had this discussion with my brother very recently there are actually a lot of really great really creative mm-hmm. you know there's this whole thing about like we don't make great movies anymore everything is superhero well not that's actually not true there's mm-hmm. a lot of Really awesome stuff happening yeah, yeah. right beneath the surface. Mm-hmm. Now you gotta find it, yeah, because it lives somewhere on Netflix in the library <laughs> of like eight. And million that is movies. a different, and that is therein lies a challenge. Everybody's doing this streaming thing, right? And now you gotta hunt if you don't already you know. Hunt. And it it does turn into whoever has the best marketing budget makes it to the top. Yep. Yep. So if you're a true movie fan, we're going to challenge you to dig a little bit deeper. Yep. We're going to probably pick out some things we found, but also talk back to us. Yeah. You know, if there's yeah. something you think yeah. we should watch, let yeah. us know. Yeah. All right. So, so, so that's kind of the still work in progress intro. Yeah. And, you know, we'll just keep winning it until we get a name, <laughs> which we are considering. We're working on names. We're workshopping. We're workshopping. We're workshopping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so why don't you go ahead though? Cause you picked it. I picked it. Tell so, me about picked. so, this is the thing. I wanted to challenge you on a movie that I knew did not have a huge yeah. uh, theatrical release, yeah. but had a huge impact for the audience that it yep. was meant for. This movie is called The First Grader. Yeah. It's directed by Justin Chadwick. Uh, it's a BBC film, yeah. and it's about a man. Um, this a Kamani Moruge, a Kenyan farmer. Yeah. And it talks about the story of how he becomes a first grader. We learn yeah. a little bit about his life. This is again based in Kenya, very big movie yeah. for Kenya. 
And it it really highlighted a lot of different yeah. things. It's based on a true story. And it's based on a true story. If I left that out, my bad. Based on the true story, so Kimani Muruge is a Kenyan farmer. By the time the story opens, he's in his early 80s. I yeah. believe he's like 82 or 84 years old. Kenya has put out a proclamation through their now deceased president at that time yeah. that primary education is now going to be free for everyone. Yes. Yay. Yes. 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 Maruge takes it to the extreme and says, everyone? <laughs> Correct. So every yes, all of these people show up with their little kids yeah. in uniforms, and we take this for granted in this country. Yeah. It's one of the things that attracted me to the movie. We take it for granted that we have free education. Well, that's not the case in many places around the world. So wow. now all of these families were so excited. They were dreaming again. Their sons and daughters were going to be scientists and yeah. doctors and engineers, and they were taking them to this school. Yeah. Well, they, they have these little uniforms, and one of the people at the school gate was uh, Maruge, Kimani Maruge. Yeah. He shows up, and he's in a school uniform, just like the other children. Yes. And he's at the gate, and he wants to be let in to the school, and the principal gently tries to help him understand that, I know they said everyone, right. but they really meant right. children, kids. kids. <laughs> and he's upset because he said they did not say that. Correct. They said everyone. And he was telling the truth. They said every Correct. everyone. So long story short, it goes back and forth. Yeah. And he eventually yeah. is allowed to participate, yeah. but not without controversy. Right. And then we try to figure out, like, what is this guy's deal? Like, right. why right. at this age does he want to go and get an education. Yeah. And so the movie kind of hints at that, and that's where we start to learn a little bit about his past. His past. Right? Yeah. And and so in his past, I kind of, I'll throw it over to you yeah. and, and kind of get your insight or yeah. ideas. Yeah, I mean, you learn about his past, you learn about sort of the culture, you know, this, as you learn about the what the British have done, how that sort of, Impact, if not only impacted him, how it impacted their society because there's these divides among like people who fought and people who didn't fight. Right. Um, Rune was a resistance member, and yeah. not everybody was. Yeah, and it's clear that they have some. He has some feelings about them <laughs> um, that are that are not warm. I mean, he looked, you know, when you resist the colonizers, not everybody participates in the resistance. Well. Mm -hmm. Some of those resistance people might look at some of y'all and be like, I mean, while we were out here fighting and dying, the rest of y'all was sort of, you know, we'll let them do all the work. And, it's and, and they got some feelings about him mm -hmm. um, because there are ethnic and cultural divides, mm -hmm. even among people who are superficially all black. Mm -hmm. You look at Africa today, mm -hmm. you'll see a lot of mm -hmm. a lot of division among people who are the same skin color right. and uh, right. still hate each other. Right. So, you know, I mean, it is, it is what it is. Um, and some of that plays into the movie. Mm -hmm. And, you know, on the whole, I did like the movie. I didn't love the movie. Mm -hmm. And I mm -hmm. think we'll get into some of the parts where I'm like, I didn't love all of it, but I did like it because I thought the core message was really good. Mm -hmm. um, the core focus on the education is very powerful. Mm -hmm. You know, the, 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 the things this man did mm -hmm. to try to obtain as you mentioned, mm -hmm. something that we take for granted. Right. Something that we take as so basic, which mm -hmm. is like a first grade education. Mm -hmm. This man was like, I will walk mm -hmm. 
mm-hmm. <laughs> an incalculable right. distance. Right, right. To right. learn my letters. Absolutely. Like, <laughs> because he's like, I just want to be able to read this letter. Right. Because right. that's sort of his driving purpose. In right. He's like, he wants to be able to read this letter that he received. Right. And we take for granted the And ability. he wanted to read it on his he own. He wanted to read it on his own. Right. And we take for such granted the ability to just read your letters, right. to know your alphabet, right. to be able to like count right. things right. that, well, of course, everybody, well, that's not the case. Right. And the things he does for that are incredible. So I love the core message of the movie. Mm-hmm. I thought you could feel some of the like, they're still trying to educate you on the history. Right. And they're still trying to bring in the cultural division, which mm-hmm. I the cultural division is the part that I didn't really think works super well. And, and let's and, and, and let's <laughs> and let's spend a little time there because this is the thing too. Yeah. When you're looking at foreign films, yeah, one of the challenges is looking through my cultural eyes yep. and yep. looking at a people far, far away uh, who have experiences that I've never Correct. had to deal with, and then try to do the math. Correct. In my heart and my mind to yep. make it all make sense. Yep. And in some ways, that doesn't always calculate for American audiences. Correct. Right? Correct. So there are parts in the story that left me with question marks or maybe yes. even wanting more or maybe questioning, like, why was that well, put in? That's an excellent point. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and one thing that I'm sure happened as we continue doing this show is, like, we'll bring in other movies that aren't actually the subject of this pod or mm-hmm. that, you know, whatever. Yeah, but, yeah. like, I think about this through the lens of something we talked about earlier today, which is the color purple. Right. So there's a shorthand in the color purple. Mm-hmm. That makes sense if you are kind of broadly familiar with, like, early 20th century Southern culture. Right. They just don't have time. But, like, if you are watching the color purple in France, right. the movie just... You're like, I don't know the shorthand. Right, right. So you're like, That's I don't understand point. what I'm supposed to get from Very this scene. Because you don't know the shorthand. Very good point. And they don't have time. to. to they just don't have time. Mm-hmm. So I think part of what I rubbed up against is obviously there is a shorthand where if you know the culture of Kenya, right. you are you know the shorthand, mm-hmm. and you are broadly familiar with the history that they're drawing from. Right. And they don't need to explain it to you. Right, right. You know what they're hitting at. You pick up on it, and you're off. Now, for American audience, I don't know the shorthand. And mm-hmm. so there are parts where I'm like, I'm not like this man is because there's this one guy who is just really does not like Maroon Day. Yeah. And I'm like, why is this dude such a hater? <laughs> and I'm like, and I guess I'm like, it probably makes sense to people who know, but right, I right. don't know. And I'm right. look, looking at I'm looking at the dude like, man, right. this dude really seems to have like a, a Stick up his ass about mm-hmm. this. Like, right, bro, right, yeah, why yeah. are you so mad about this old man? You're to talking learn about the letters? one who's upset about his son. Right. Not, and that dude, yeah. is, he's like kind of just a hater the whole yeah. movie. The whole movie. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I think there's like some some lost in translation stuff. Yeah. Um, um, but and, and that makes But they hint at something. Yeah. They they hinted something about gracefully accepting your place in their society. Right. And people being upset about you trying to break with right. tradition. Right. Rise above your station. Rise above your station. Yeah. Even though the whole concept of education is rise above your station. Yes. And this father, whose name escapes me, seemed like to me he felt that Maruge was robbing his son of an opportunity Correct. to have Correct. an excellent education and not taking into consideration that his son probably isn't the student that he thinks his son right, is. Right. So right. there was some tension there. Yes. 
that existed. And even though there was some uh, respect being paid to Maruge for his previous exploits, to to me, I don't totally understand. Right. As I went back to do research, side note, there were many these many of these small Mau Mau rebellions yeah. that took place independent of each other, yeah. almost like independent cells. Yep. And some of them were more, uh, they more made more of an impact than others. In Maruge's particular case, his cell of invaders, uh, they went in, they caused harm. I believe they killed yeah. people. And in return, many of them and their families were killed. Correct. So this was not... Uh, a happy story for him. So no. he's flashing back and yes. forth between getting an education so he can read this letter and memories of his wife, yep. memories of his family. Yep. Now, his real-life story, he was the father of 15. Yeah. Only five of those children survived. And he was widowed. And there's wow. no record of him having ever remarried. Wow. So it's... It was probably a lot more involved than even yeah. the movie could encapsulate. Yeah. yeah. But there was a great loss. Yes. And this one dignity he right. wanted to have for himself at the end of his life right. was to be able to read a letter himself. At any point, he could have taken the letter to yep. the school and had someone read it to him. Yep. But he wanted to do it for himself. Correct. Correct. And 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 some of that doesn't. And and again, that back to the idea of of. I don't want movies. I, I don't want movies to over-explain themselves. Mm-hmm. I, I think we have like a weird thing that where we feel like the movie should like explain all of its angles mm-hmm. and perspectives, mm-hmm. and it's just been like thirty minutes doing a lot of throat clearing <laughs> to try to hopefully. Can. I'm like, I actually don't want movies to do that. Right, you don't. Right. You don't need a move. There's ways to do it gracefully, and good filmmakers do it gracefully. Mm-hmm. They do it gracefully and quickly. Mm-hmm. But look, if you mm-hmm. can't do it gracefully and quickly, I would rather you not do it. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. don't give me 35 minutes of just like <laughs> Britannica. Okay? And, and, and that's, I'd rather you not do it and just let me have some questions. It's, it's so fine. that's the way that they <laughs> handle it. Like you said, right. that shorthand. Right. And those flashbacks. And for me, learning about the Mau Mau uprising from a distance, I really didn't understand yeah. what it meant. I didn't know. Yeah. I think and when I think of uprisings, I think of a more organized and people in matching yeah. uniforms. And I didn't really understand, uh, the sh- and I still don't, yeah. what, what kind of struggle that meant yeah. for people on all sides. Correct. Of that uprising for, you know, and some people might question even that statement. But I just don't really know what that means. Like, okay, my family colonized Kenya. I'm three generations in. I didn't do it, but you kill me because I'm a representative of what it means to be colonized. And so it's, it's, it's complicated, but... At the same time, it's it's part of the the story that needs some in some right. way to be addressed. And, and I think another area where I kind of felt when I was like, okay, I think there's something I'm missing, and I had to look at some people's names. So Naomi Harris is in the movie, and you're not if you see the movie, you're not going to recognize uh, anybody except probably you might recognize Naomi Harris. Naomi Harris, um, you'll you've recognize. Seen her in stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, she was in the James Bond movies most mm-hmm, recently. You've mm-hmm. seen her in some other stuff. Um, because there was another bit of shorthand where where her her husband 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just also a strange hater. And there's like a subplot. And I'm like, I think I'm missing some shorthand of like the kind of sexism mm-hmm. that they are hinting at. Mm-hmm. Because it's clear that some of the criticism of her and attacks on her are sexist in nature. Mm-hmm. Um People, you know, her husband gets some message like your your wife's been seen running around with another man, an old like eighty five old man. Okay, this is like like what? And her husband comes to believe it and like go, really, bro? Like, well, you know, I question whether he believed it. I I I think that he was more angry that this it has come to this, right? And that somehow his honor right. is on the line because. Right. You didn't listen to me the first time when I told you just right. that he's one old man. Ignore him. Right. And which is really odd because Kenya, uh, uh, like a lot of different places around the world, have this severe code for how it treats its older people. Yes. yes. And this seemed to, there seemed to be a conflict right. that existed with people like Naomi's character trying to remind them, but this is right. this is not who we are, right. and then right. other people dealing with the reality of limited resources, right. maybe, or just the fact that some people were angry that he just wouldn't be an old man. Right. Why can't? And then some people alluding to the fact that it's unsafe and unsavory. Why does he want to be around children? Right. right. Because there was the other opportunity. Yes. To go to the alternative school. Yes. And he does visit there one time. <laughs> and, you know, it reminded me of some of the schools I visited here in yes. this country where yes. there was, like, no learning. <laughs> and people were just checking in, but a mentally lot, they had checked out. A lot of younger adults at the adult school, which is wilding out. Yeah. There's a lot of, yeah. a lot of uh, non-scholastic behavior. Right. Happening right. at the adult right. school. Right. Like, right. Man. And he wanted to be someplace where he felt he could right, learn. Right, right. Where he was, like, teachers were teaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and there was definitely the hint, though, with her husband that, you know, you should follow me kind of to the city mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where I can pursue my career. And sort of this, like, should she sort of marginalize her professional life? Well, see, I kind of felt like he was trying to support her. He was, Okay, maybe. He, I, yeah. I felt like he was trying to support her in general in the sense that, he it didn't seem to bother him that he had a career yeah. wife. Yeah. You know, in a role that was not necessarily always yeah. a female-based role. But it and then we do run into his uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of a nice word, but we do run into his offense or uh, offending right. after a while. He's like, okay, this is exactly what you know, and then he right. starts to reveal himself a right. little bit more. Right, right. So I think he wanted to be, let me put it a different way. Yeah. I think he wanted to be a supportive husband, yeah. but then having other men tell him about his yeah. wife, even though I think he knew what type of wife he had, yeah. It's the thought that he was being told. One of those guys who's like, I'm one of the good ones. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, but are you? Mm. <laughs> questions. You tell yourself. A lot of questions. I'm a feminist. Yeah. Yeah. But are you? Yeah. <laughs> that's a really good, that's a really interesting space to be um, in. He was, he was not um, the man um, I thought he was in right. the beginning of the movie when he's like, when they're like kind of holding each other and talking right. and debriefing about and, their day. And, and maybe crucially, he's not the man he thinks he is. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that a human thing, though? You run into it conflict is, yeah. and then you realize that you're made of different stuff yes. than what you thought you were made yes. of. <laughs> yeah. um, 
<laughs> right. It, it, did that rub you a wrong way because you are a man, or did it just rub you the wrong way because you noticed that, that there was that shift? Uh, No, not because I'm a man. It didn't really rub me the wrong way. It just felt like another... The movie does, is doing a lot, and I have seen this in movies where you only get one bite at the apple. Yeah. And you want to make that bite as big as possible. Mm-hmm. You're like, look, man, mm-hmm. we're doing a BBC film mm-hmm. about Kenya. Mm-hmm. and a Ken- We're going to eat the whole apple. Mm-hmm. We are leaving nothing left. Mm-hmm. Nothing left on the bone at all. Mm-hmm. But that runs up against the ability of the filmmaker, of the writers, to actually put all of that into the movie and keep it coherent and keep it moving. So you end up with, like, this is a story about education and an old man going to school. Mm-hmm. But it also kind of has this British history in Kenya mm-hmm. and also internal cultural divisions inside of Kenya, some of which are a result of that British occupation and some mm-hmm. of which probably predated. Mm-hmm. You get this story about a kind of a husband and a wife and a marriage and careerism and sexism. Mm-hmm. And and <clears throat> it's a lot. Yeah. It's, it's like a lot for them to try to do. But mm-hmm. I've seen this in movies before where, again, if you are coming from a culture, if you're making a movie about a culture mm-hmm. that doesn't often get a chance mm-hmm. to shine. They're like, we got to put it all in. We may you, not get another chance anytime soon. It's interesting that you bring that up. And I and I wondered about that because the director, Justin Chadwick, I believe, yeah. is a white British yes. you know, director. Yes. Started as an actor. And I'm wondering if it would have been different if they had a Kenyan director, someone actually from the area... Yeah, uh, you know, you you would understand that Brittany as a whole would have some sense of their colonial history, and since there are still some strong ties, it seems between the UK and different parts of Africa, there's probably that sense of feeling like you know enough to tell the story. But you also yeah. also wonder what the story might have been, how the story might have been told from within. Right, and, and that's really hard because I I don't think the movie gets made without. Mm. like somebody attached to it who the BBC feels maybe has a steadier hand or kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, this is always the tricky, I mean, this is a movie that made like a million bucks at the box office. So mm-hmm. they didn't get made because they knew, they, they knew it wasn't going to This sell. was not a box office smash. No, they, this, they knew it when they made it. Right. This movie, the main reason it was ultimately uh, marketed is because it, it kicked butt at the festival circuit. Yes. It, on the yes. festival circuit. It, yes. it won everywhere. Because it's a good movie. It went. Yeah. Um, but oftentimes the festival circuit lifts up artistic films, yep. but not necessarily blockbusting. Yep. Uh, yep. Box, yeah. you know what I'm it, trying to say. Money making films that yeah. make money at, at the box office. It's a good film. It, it, it gives you. Um, an insight into it gives you a view of Africa, both the beauty of Africa itself, mm-hmm. you know, from just purely like a, this is more of a you know, New York Times whatever, but mm-hmm. like cinematography, it's like mm-hmm. it's a mm-hmm. gorgeous movie. Yeah, it gives you a view of Africa and of the people of Africa that mm-hmm. is not poverty driven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These aren't like mm-hmm. the kids who you know 
need you to donate a dollar so they eat right. tonight. Right, God right, knows right. we've seen that, all those commercials. Right. And, and so it gives you a different view of Africa, of yeah. the potential of the place, of yeah. the beauty of the place. Yeah. That, that you just you just aren't going to see. I mean, yeah. when you, when, just people living their lives. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, it gives you like a smaller, lower budget, like like the thing people felt when they saw Black Panther, mm. which mm -hmm. is like a vision of Africa yeah. that is completely not the vision of Africa you normally get. <laughs> right, right. And right. whatever problems I've had about that movie, and right. I talked about it before on other pods or whatever. Right. Like I appreciated a a, a glimpse of the continent. That is not what it normally is. Right. This movie has that quality mm -hmm. um, of like these are these are people who also want to send their kids to school, who yeah. also want to build a better lives. I loved, for instance, one of the things that I really loved about the movie, <laughs> and, and you're not supposed to love it, but I did love it, mm -hmm. is they had like the bureaucrat scene. Oh yeah, and, and I really love the bureaucrat scene because like. They got bureaucrats there too. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not all you know. You think of like, well, who's running things? I mean, this the bureaucrats. Like they got the same like here's some bureaucrats in a nice building in an office room. They look just like the bureaucrats in DC. Yeah, pretty they look, much. You could just swap this for Washington with the same logic, <laughs> like, the same sort of logic. Yeah, and but I love it because um, bureaucrats, if nothing else, are like these are professional people mm -hmm. trying to professionally govern. Mm -hmm. A, a country right um they're not like these aren't like tribal leaders right these right. are like government officials right. trying to do their job presumably well educated mm -hmm. and so i i really appreciated a view of that mm -hmm. um so i'm not surprised mm -hmm. that that the movie did well on the awards circuit mm -hmm. um but again i i do think you can feel them knowing how many more times is the BBC going to shoot on location in Kenya? Right. I mean, right. how many times is that going to happen? Right. You know, right. we're... Right. You know. I, I get that. I get that on some level. I think that as far as the story itself, I do think they kept it pretty tight. I mean, yeah. I've been a part of those movies where they, they do too much and it's too preachy or it's too teachy and it's not entertaining enough. There was enough of that there, even though this was based on a true story. And... They were able to capture the part that really inspired a yeah. lot of people, and so much so that Maruge actually goes and speaks at the UN yeah. about the value yeah. of education shortly before he dies. He later dies in 2009. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the story doesn't... Uh, it, it it ends with hope, but not with the happy ending that, you know, with the, with the red bow and all of that, but it ends with hope. And that's as much as I can expect from this story Absolutely. with everything that, that was packaged within it. Yeah. Um, I think for me, uh, the there are some interesting parts of the story because they do try to weave in humor and things right. like that here and there. Uh, the bureaucrat scene, <laughs> that kind of, that really kind of ticked me off because I hear that here, basically the argument of, uh, not enough resources not or enough the continued yeah. argument that it, if you take him in, you got to take in all yeah. these other yeah. people. And I'm wondering to myself, <clears throat> why is that a bad thing? Right. Right. You know, and I, I couldn't find my answer to that. Right. And you always want it when you're dealing with these true life stories. Right. But, you know, I, I, I don't think it, you know, like you said, these people are trying to govern a country and they're, they're yeah. probably doing the best that they can. Yeah. But overall, I will say, that if I were to give this movie a score yeah. from one to ten, yeah, yeah, um, taking into consideration my shortcomings, yeah. not truly understanding 
the cultural nuances of the yeah. language or even the body movements or yeah. the dancing scene with the yeah. kids or all of that. Um, I would personally give this movie a seven, and yeah. I would, by that, encourage people yeah. to seek it out and take a look at it yeah. for themselves. And, and if I would, I'd be like probably like six, six and a half. And mm -hmm. I'm just going to say if people, you know, they listen to this, like, look, some of you are going to have to get comfortable with. I am a use the whole scale sort of person. <laughs> I ain't one of these, like, you give a movie a six, it's bad. Like, I, I come from video games where, like, bad video games get a six, and I'm like, the scale is six to ten. I don't understand what you do with the first six numbers. Mm -hmm. So I am a like, I'm gonna use the whole scale. Use the whole like, scale. Like, for me, are you sure six, you're six? A six for me is yeah. like I liked it. Yeah. I didn't love it. Right. I thought it was better than average. Right. For me, right. a five is the middle. Right. If your movie is just like it's fine. Right. That's a right. five. Right. Okay. It's better than average. Right. I liked it. Mm -hmm. I didn't love it. Right. It's like a six, a six and a half, somewhere between a six and a seven. Okay. Now well, if I like, now if I think something is great. Right. That's like eight, eight and a half. Right, if I right. think it's exceptional, that's nine or ten. If, now, I've so never again, done a ten. We'll have to see if I yeah. ever do a ten. Now, so in the context of that, I just don't want people to walk away and think that like yeah. a six is a bad score. For I got me, you. a six is I liked it, but I didn't love well, it. Well, and and but and, I liked and it. this it's better than average. In this case, for me, a seven is um, a seven for me is that it was a good film. It left me with more questions than I'm yes. always comfortable with, but I think that's because I don't know the culture yeah. and I know a little snippet of yeah. the history. But overall, me saying seven is I would, I would, uh, like if someone said, "Hey, would you watch it?" Yeah. I would say, "Sure, give it a give it a look." Yeah. And the other question is, would I rewatch it? I would possibly rewatch this film. Yeah, yeah. Know? I don't know if I'd rewatch it. I don't know if there's quite enough meat there for me to rewatch. Mm -hmm. But again, I think people should seek it out. I right. saw it on Amazon, mm -hmm. so you can read it on Amazon. Yeah. It's, it's there. You can watch it. Right. Um, and since we did mention the numbers, like I'll say, you know, uh, I mean, if we're talking more recent movies, because obviously you're getting movie history, so yeah. people just know sort of where yeah. where we come from. Like uh, some of the movies from this year, Killers of the Flower Moon exists somewhere in the like it is in the upper register of like nine, mm -hmm. nine and a half. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Whereas like uh, because I dogged them earlier on a previous show, like Black Adam, mm -hmm. it's like a two. <laughs> wow, it's terrible. Well, I'm sorry, Dwayne. That I'm sorry, Dwayne. Film. I haven't seen the film. It's a terrible. Well, film. this is the other thing. Since we're gonna kind of cut it, cut it. Yeah. We're gonna close the show out today. We're gonna close it out because I think we're at a good place. Yeah. But before we close it out, one of the things I think we need to do. I challenged you yeah. to watch this movie, so I'm just summing it up really yeah, quickly. Yeah, yeah. At the box office, it didn't do the numbers we're used to. It did seven hundred and fourteen thousand dollars and some change. Yeah. Again, this is a a foreign movie for a smaller country in yeah. Kenya. It won across the board at all these different, you know, the Toronto International yeah. Film Festival, so on and so forth. It was really promoted heavily by BBC, so it had its audience. Yeah. Uh, again, I would encourage people to see it. It is a seven for me. I'd probably give it another look, yeah. but this isn't something that I would watch over and over and over and over again. And, and then I'll say at the end here, I guess, like, um, um, Cause I do want to make sure we put it on the put it on the record. Yeah. Cause I had challenged you to to watch the May December. Okay, so done. that's what we're gonna do next. Yeah. Now you're gonna present me a challenge. Yeah. So what's that? You can't. You had a list of challenges. Give me one challenge. Give me one. Okay. Give me one. Okay. Um. You know what? Let Let's do. All right. So this one is on Netflix. Um. 
writing and, and I don't think this one is up your alley. So, <laughs> so this is why you're choosing it? So oh, choosing. okay. This is why we do Okay. All <laughs> I mean, right. It's a possibility. All right. All right. All right. Uh, it's called The Killers. The Killers. The Killers. Yeah. Yeah, killer. Sorry. It's actually just The Killer. The Killer. The killer. Okay. Yeah. So you know what? It was called the killer. Challenge accepted. <laughs> so for our next pod, folks, we will be discussing <laughs> The Killer because I ain't scared. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think because I, I, I think this one is I don't think this one is in your normal world. Okay, hey, hey, I, will I don't be know watching. what your wheelhouse is. You know, you'll figure out that my wheelhouse is very broad <laughs> and vast. But I don't so, think this one's in. Yeah, yeah. Well, I appreciate sharing this movie yeah. with you. I hope yes, that for great. what it's worth, that it spoke to you on some level. And thank you for accepting the challenge. I am in, in, in the spirit of accepting challenges. I'm accepting yours. So, folks, for our next pod, tune in. We will review the killer. Yeah. Uh, I'd love for you all to take this journey with us. And uh, with that, I guess we're done. We're out. We're, we're out. out. We're out. This podcast is brought to you in part by Eliac Productions, a studio for podcasters and musicians and Pointcast News. To listen to our podcasts or to read our latest articles, you can visit our website at Pointcast.news or subscribe to our feed on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, X, and make sure you join us next time. 